We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One o'clock hour on a Friday. Hope everybody's had a good week. and ready to head into the weekend. Chiefs Broncos on Sunday out in Denver. Already drink some pilk. Which I was going to say, honestly, I don't know if I need any more pilk today. <laughs> it's a little, a little too rich for my like, blood. Like, it tasted good. Like You were so complimentary of it. It tasted good, but it, it just was, um, yeah, I've had enough. I've had enough of the pilk. You've had your fill of pilk. Pepsi, milk combo. I'm good, you know? it's It tasted fine. It's just, uh, I think it's not something you want to have glasses of. That's all. Multiple glasses yeah, of. We're going to put good. bourbon in it this time. I know. I'll just take the bourbon, maybe. Look, there's like some beer in yeah. Specs Cooler. We could just steal that. Beer, milk, and bourbon? Is that what No, weird? just drink his beer. Pepsi and beer? We don't have to mix anything. We could just drink the alcohol. Okay. okay. Or the bourbon that's in the bottom of my desk. Okay. It lives there. Do you think anyone would care if... Like they found it in there. Like would a no. boss care? How's also, who's going to be going through the drawer? Cody, there's stuff in there from 15 <laughs> years ago in these drawers. You think someone's going to suddenly go through? There's One of the things in that items. same drawer is, I swear to God, it looks like a book report. It is like oh, in yeah, yeah. a, it is in a piece of folder with a clear plastic cover. It's got like a title page and everything mm-hmm. that a listener like 10 years ago, well, maybe less than that, five or six years ago. Yeah wrote in to complain about a guest that was on the station. It was like 10, 12 pages long. Honestly, impressive. I'm just going to leave that book report in there forever. It feels right. Maybe one day I couldn't go garage shell item. Yeah. There's like one angry listener's Which, book report. Um, there's a lot of you that never picked up your Cody and Gold Garage sale. Well, they're going to go back up in the, uh, they're going right. to help the Negro League Baseball Museum two years in a row. That's right. The item will maintain itself. We're going to head out to Arrowhead in just a few minutes. As soon as Andy Reid is good to go at the podium, we'll head out there one final time. Remember, it's a Friday. This thing will be quick, probably two minute long, if that. Uh, Andy Reid press conference, latest on the injuries and, and everything like that. Of course, we'll still get to our NFL uh, picks at the end of the hour. Uh, and it's a Friday, so we'll do What's Your Fantasy coming up in about 15 minutes or so. 913. 913- Five eight six seven six ten nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Fantasy football playoffs probably going to start next week for most of you. Uh, anything you have, uh, you want our advice on, and then you can blame us if it doesn't work. That's usually how that goes. It's a good combination. Although last week or the earlier this week, someone tried to blame us for one piece of bad fantasy advice that just Nick gave them. I wasn't here, and you apparently gave the opposite advice, which was. Oh. About starting I will, um, Justin Herbert versus somebody I'll else. I'll defend Nick there. Remember, we, we talked about this. Nick said to start Hurts. I said to start Herbert. I oh, was the other way. I was incorrect. Okay. I was like, I'll defend Nick on that one. It's very you. rare that I'll do that. You know what? <laughs> you know don't, what? don't expect it again, okay? It takes a big man. You don't expect it again, all right? That's that's once in a blue moon. I was once, like, one of you once, was wrong, and I wasn't yeah. even here. No, it was me. It was not. That was not Nick with the, J- the Jalen Hurts and the, the Justin Herbert advice last week. So anyway, we'll get to that. But I think for, for Sunday... And we asked Pete Sweeney this, an opportunity maybe to, to kind of continue to get Juju back rolling again after the concussion. It's now, this will be the third game back from the concussion. Last two games, really right, right around three catches, 35, 38 yards, instead of the seven or eight target mark that he had been at when he was rolling. It's been down to four targets or so uh, per game. I do think a lot of it had to do with easing him back in. We'll, we'll pick this back up because Andy Reid's good to go out there at Arrowhead. Uh, I think we're going to be 
be okay there. Um, I'm gonna meet with Rick after this. I'll get you. We'll get you the rest of uh, who's who's out, who's in. Um, but look forward to the challenge of playing the Broncos. We so we know they're a good football team and well coached. So uh, our guys have had a good week of practice and look forward to going out there. Anyways, with that, time's yours. Yeah, so he got out and he worked. Did you know? He did some good things. Moved around pretty good. Didn't give him a full load, you know. But he he went out and uh, moved around. You know, we'll see. I mean, it'll be, you know, he would be one that's right there on the border of playing, not playing. So I know that Joe Tooney came down with a little bit of game time left. Has he been feeling like he's a lot? Which one, Tooney? Actually, Tooney. Yeah, he's felt better the last couple of days. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, unrelated to your game. I don't know if you watched last night, Baker Mayfield comes in yeah. day and a half of practice or whatever. Can you just kind of wrap your head around what would, that would be like to get someone ready to play that position in the NFL that quickly? Yeah, listen, I mean, I actually just saw the last uh, probably half of the fourth quarter, whatever it was, and um, uh, pretty amazing. A pretty amazing job he did. Um, uh, it's hard enough going in and playing uh, when you have complete understanding of the offense. And then when you've only been there a couple of days, and then you have to run the two-minute drill to, to win the game, <laughs> that's pretty amazing. So my hat goes off to him. He did a nice job. Have you had any, what's the quickest you ever had anyone get up to speed? I know it's, I yeah, know. I've, I've never uh, been in quite that situation like that. But that, uh, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, to answer your question, that my hat goes off to him. He, he, He's got a, he's very football smart, anyways. Uh, but that, that's another level. Coach, along those lines, with um, having to close out a game, the, the Raiders were up. You guys have been in similar situations. How hard is it to do that, especially when you guys have to play the Broncos and it could be a tight? Yeah, sure. No, this league's crazy that way. The parity in this league is amazing. I mean, everybody has an opportunity to win or lose a game, and and so it, it forces you to play four quarters and. Um, there, there are no easy downs, um, but that's what we like doing. We, we enjoy enjoy the game and enjoy the competition. Coach, we'll get Willie Gay in a second here. Just yeah. in general, on and off the field, how have you seen him grow this year? Yeah, uh, I think Willie has grown. Um, you know, he, he's a father now, and, and uh, that, that that was an important step. Uh, the he uh, you know continues to grow, and and he's doing that. Uh, He's a fun kid to be around, loves to play, uh, and I'm, I'm proud of him for how, he, how he's handling himself, yeah. Anything else? All right. All right, good. All right that's Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid out of Arrowhead. The reason why I'm laughing is because I don't know if you guys heard in the background, Cody was laughing at the – I don't know what you were laughing at uh, as laughing. I was getting ready to turn my mic on. Well, I don't know how you could said, miss it. I said – I told Nick, I said – Hey, Nick, pull that cut of Andy saying he's a father now. That's an important step to take oh. in case one of you two gets someone pregnant. Oh, wow. To which wow. I responded, I don't think we're going to need that anytime soon. Yeah, Not a very a... timely drop. But we could save it in the system for when we do need it. Remember that random December 9th in 2022 <laughs> when Andy said about being a father? Just search Andy dad or something so that we can find it later. Yeah. Unless they're going to do the great Would purge again. Would you agree that becoming a father was an important step in your life? I mean, I guess. Am I supposed to like wow. 
Okay. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> All right. Don't ask about his kids no. anymore. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, I ride the line of, yes, it's important. But the if anybody ever tries to tell you your life is purposeless without kids, don't listen to that. Also, uh, I think very important to hear from, from Andy there that um, uh, the Broncos, they're a good team. so And they're well coached. That's and he's looking forward to the challenge of playing them. So. Disagreed on the first two. And I don't actually even believe him on the third point, actually. I don't even think he's looking forward to playing them. It's kind of like, you know, when somebody <laughs> asks you, when somebody asks you, like, hey, Gold, what are you doing this weekend? You don't have any plans. You're like, I don't really have anything. I got to run some errands. I got to run by Target. Uh, you know, I got to uh, I gotta run by and get to pick up some dry cleaning, but I don't really have anything going on. Like, that's that's basically the vibes that I'm getting from the Chiefs this weekend, which is like, oh, we have to, do you have any plans this weekend, Andy? Like, well, oh, I mean, we kind of, but it's nothing important. We got to run out to Denver real quick. <laughs> It'll be a quick trip, and then we'll be back. But, uh, yeah, I'm free if you guys want to do anything. It's nice that it's not a primetime game anymore, so we can get home at a decent time. We don't have to stay at, We don't have to stay in Denver till midnight and then get a flight back. That's still hilarious to me that Denver is so bad. Like, Denver is so bad that they flexed out Patrick Mahomes, the current betting favorite to win the MVP, the quarterback who currently leads the NFL in passing touchdowns and yardage, the face of the NFL moving forward, right? Especially once Tom Brady retires and they're like, no, you're so bad. We can't possibly put you on a primetime game on Sunday night because that would be embarrassing. We can't do that. It's too embarrassing. <laughs> That's how bad that yeah. has been. No, it's, and no, it's, it's, it is ridiculous. And that is telling you where things are at with the Denver Broncos for that to have happened with the, the flex of Sunday night football. Uh, we did hear Andy though. He did mention Kadarius, Tony, practice the past three days, but even now didn't, no, didn't get a full workload. So he said, we'll see. Doesn't seem like Kadarius Tony is going to be playing on Sunday. I think they'll get Joe Tooney and everybody else, but it seems like Tony maybe be one more week away. Still we, feels like a long shot. If he's not getting him a full workload, I don't know why he'd play him on Sunday. Prior to, to going out there and hearing from Andy, we were, we were starting to talk about Juju because I, as I was mentioning, I think for the last week or two, still trying to get him back rolling again. Some of it, and I think a large part is, Hey, you have the serious hit that you took against the Jags the next week back after missing a week, the following week after that, uh, only got like 20, 25 snaps. And that was clearly a sign of easing him in this past week, still only around three catches, took a hit, went to the blue medical tent. I think he just needs to like get in the flow, be healthy, get in the flow. No, no, no weird injury or setback or anything and get revved up again because we know how vital he was for this offense when they were at their best. I think that's more what I'm not worried that, oh, Juju can't get back to that level. I think they just need to, need to continue to get further and further away from that serious hit to get him back to playing where he was. I'm not worried about it yet, but I definitely want to see that version of Juju Smith-Schuster before the season ends. For the reason of, that is a scary enough hit that it could make you gun-shy, right? I mean, that kind of hit could put you on your toes a little bit. Well, he's and a physical you, receiver, too. Yeah, and if you hesitate... You hesitate in the NFL or right. Yeah, Nick, you like being physical and all of a sudden you don't want to be or can't be as much because you're afraid of what that injury was. And he's had concussions and he's still been a very good player. So I'm not saying yeah. that that's what's happening yet, but it's like if he finishes the rest of the season, you know, with 38 yards a game, then we're going to have to wonder if that permanently altered the way his season was going to look. Because coming takes- into that game, he was on back-to-back 100-yard games. He had had... Three or three games that were really good out of four leading right up to it. He was on an absolute hot streak. He was playing his best football of the season, was he not? No, right he before was. that injury. He was. I think all all it takes, honestly, if he can get one of those three or four catches that maybe he's averaging right now per game, and can he turn one of those into a thirty yard game? 
and then he gets the yak, and all of a sudden we're talking about Juju having three or four catches uh, for 70 yards, and I think we're all everybody's back to, like, okay, here, here he goes again. Uh, I, I just think you need to get further removed from it, and they're going to have some opportunities, not so much against the Broncos maybe, but when you got the Texans, you have a Seahawks team, and then, of course, the, the, Bron- the, the Raiders at the end of the season. More than enough time to get him revved back up. Also, when they get McColl slash Kadarius Tony back, I think that can also help Juju. I just think when they get the full arsenal, hopefully good to go heading into the postseason. Now, you know you're always going to have injuries. They're probably not making it through a, a deep playoff run without somebody in the receiving room not suffering another injury. I mean, that's just the reality of, of the NFL. But I'm not, I'm not really concerned about Juju, uh, if that's what you're asking, in terms of, like, can he get back to what he was four or five weeks ago? No, no but I, I just want to see he, it think, again, you know? You sure. don't want to see it. It's the comfort level. I get it. You don't want to just be banking on, let's get to the postseason, then he'll show back up. No, I just yeah. somewhere along the way. Denver's probably a big ask, right? That might be asking a lot of saying, hey, let's make this the game that you do that. But they got a soft enough schedule. Seattle's been – they've struggled mightily. Uh, on defense throughout the year. They've certainly given up their fair share of points and passing yards and all the things to go with it. And we know how bad Tennessee is just across the board. It's, you know, to see to see it again matters because a lot of it comes back to this same thing with them. Like, talk about Tony coming back or in a week and a half or whatever when McCall Hardman will first be eligible to come off of the IR and possibly back with this team. The reason why all of this has worked this season, they let go of Tyree Kill, and the reason why it's all worked, why they're still the number one scoring offense, Partially is obviously because they have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. We know that. That's a big reason why. But it's also because their plan of we'll have nine guys to throw to has worked. Juju needs to be this best. Otherwise, it's not quite the same effect if you don't have a guy because that's what made it to me. That's what made them the number one scoring offense. Juju was on pace to be a 1,300-yard wide receiver in addition to Travis Kelsey. That's what was making them unstoppable. Not the fact that Juju was just another wide receiver on the field, which is what we're trying to see. Trying to get back to that version for the final five weeks. Let's get to what's your fantasy here on Cody and Gold. 913-586-7610. Fancy football questions heading in to week 14. Oh, it's a Friday. So we've got, is this a special music? Oh, it is. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's a Friday. We always get this on, on a Friday. I should have known better. Someone says, start two of these guys. Kenyon Drake, Tony Jones Jr. or Ronald Jones. Ooh, things are bleak for you. Uh, well, not Ronald Jones. Let's we'll start there. Uh, so I guess you're left with Drake and Tony Jones Jr., who, with the running back um, situation in Seattle, is probably the, the, the pick yeah, there. Yeah, I'd probably um, go Tony Jones Jr. Yeah, not great. But if you're picking to Kenyon Drake for sure, and then it's between Tony Jones and Ronald Jones. and Oh, my goodness. Tony Where's Jones. like a 24-team league? That's, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough, Would man. you have really felt good about that in a 24-team league? Sir, are you in the playoff hunt? <laughs> or did you, like, do you need to retire? Did you quit? Yeah, that's rough. Can you still run like weekly okay, high okay, fives okay. or something? So here's the problem. Every single week, people text in their fantasy questions, and every single week, Cody's advice is quit. <laughs> Just well, give up. That doesn't up. help. Come Stop. on. These people are fighting. Someone else. Stop. From the Lay down. Die. Says, I have multiple running backs on IR or bye week looking for advice for my running back too. Jarek McKinnon or J.K. Dobbins? 
I think I don't remember it sounding like. Is this a different one? No, this is no. This is, it's the same. Cody. One By now you should be used to. Week. Oh, you, oh, it's because he was gone last week. He hadn't heard in a little while. Yeah. That's yeah, probably is, it's yeah. been a couple of weeks. I'm trying. And a week have, before that, I didn't hear it on the Friday, so it's been like a month. Nick and I are trying to have a real conversation about fantasy problems. I'm sorry. And we're we're trying to give answers, and you're over here distracting. Yeah, it throws me off every time. We've been doing it all season long. I think I'd go Jared McKinnon. Be used to the moaning in the background by now. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I think I'd go Jarek McKinnon for what it's worth. He has a guaranteed role in this team. Yeah. They use him near the red zone. If it's PPR especially, you'll get the catch part of it. Okay. So to me, I think I'd go Jarek McKinnon. I don't know that you're feeling great about either situation, but that's probably the way I'd go. What about quarterback situation from the 913? You see that one there with Ryan Tannehill and Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones and the Giants get the Philadelphia Eagles. This I week. would not be starting him. Yeah, I would not go against Ryan Philly. Tannehill. Philly's starting to rev up again. Um, Ryan Tannehill—they're coming Tannehill off a can, terrible performance. They are. Philly. He's had a bad fantasy year, and but Brooks is out with the concussion. So, but he can just like run into one. Okay. Like I don't feel like Daniel Jones is going to run into a good fantasy performance against Philadelphia for you. They're on a losing streak. They're not playing well. It just doesn't make sense. From the 816, never seen the reaction of the fantasy music on the video stream before. Cody gets so red. Uh, you can watch yeah. watch your fantasy on Twitch, yeah. Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, you name it. I guess I kind of forget now that we're on camera. People can see our faces yeah. and do this kind of stuff. Alex has spent years talking about how red Cody's face is. It's beautiful now that we get to actually <laughs> let people in on it. <laughs> yeah. All right, from the 816, need one. DK... Latavius Murray, Christian Watson, Devin Singletary. Well, it's got to be DK Metcalf, right? I guess Christian Watson's been on a tear, but... He's hurt, isn't he? Uh, aren't they on, on a, a bye? On so a bye. Yeah, I would not so. start Christian Watson. I don't <laughs> think you're going to get many points from him this week. DK Metcalf is the answer. Against here. Carolina, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think and he's so. coming off his best game of the season. He was like 8 for 127 yeah. in that last game. So, yeah, probably him. If Christian Watson was playing... Then it'd be you got to go with him because I he's still the hottest player in football right now, touchdown wise. It's ridiculous. Christian Watson keeps finding the end zone, but yeah, he's not playing for the Packers this weekend because they're not playing. I still think I might go DK there. Okay, here's a question, Cody. You're sitting in a circle with Alex, Nick, Bink, and Bob Fesco. You must spin a bottle of pilk. Who do you hope it lands on? <laughs> Did we just do this with Alex on Wednesday? Different scenario. It's not a different scenario. It's the exact same scenario. But it's you instead of Alex, and there's different people in the circle. Answer the question. Is it different people in the circle? It just flipped me for Alex. Yeah. I'm not answering that question. Wow, you're not going to answer. People are texting in their fantasy questions, and you just refuse to answer. Not interested. Fantastic. This person's just... This person's just stating as a fact that my fantasy is Nick to talk to me like a baby. Yeah, they said Cody's fantasy is for Nick to talk to Cody like a baby. Even though, Nick, even though Cody calls Nick daddy. This doesn't, it's does, a weird dynamic. I mean, it is kind of weird how that worked out. From the way. 816, oh, Jeff Wilson I, Jr. You're just or, moving past that? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right, yep. okay. Moving right Happy past. daddy day. We've heard it. We've heard it. Many times. Jeff Wilson or Damian Pierce? We talked about Pierce last week. He cannot get going. And Jeff Wilson, they're going up against the Chargers. Jeff Wilson. It's Jeff Wilson Jr. Chargers cannot stop and have not been able to stop the run for the better part Pierce of what, three years? Pierce last week had his best game in three weeks, but still was no touchdowns and only 73 yards. So, yeah, I'm with you guys as well. There was a point. From yeah. the 816, what's with the background music and moans? It's you must be new here. Yeah, it's what's your fantasy. I've been doing it all football season. Any fantasy-related questions? 
All right, wide receiver help. Pickens, Mike Evans, Tyler Boyd, I need two. Um, I actually think... Tyler Boyd. Well, he needs two. <laughs> I, I gonna, let, me, let me finish. Well, you said it like at, with Tyler a period Boyd at the end. And George Pickens. George Pickens is... So he had, he had one target last week, uh, raised a fuss about it, so I would imagine Pickett's going to be feeding him. And then before that, Pickens had been actually a pretty reliable target for the, the last month, so I think he uh, gets back so, on track. Since he has the Browns this week, Browns look terrible against the Texans, even though they won. I think there'll be opportunity for Tyler Boyd. So, yeah, I'll go Boyd and Pickens. Mike Evans, when healthy, is certainly a more reliable everyday fantasy player. He's been better this year. I, I don't know that I would... I think I'd still start Evans and Boyd. Like I like Pickens, but he only has two receiving touchdowns on, or two, yeah, two receiving touchdowns on the there. Okay, there's just no way this is what it sounds like every week. Yes, it is. Well, Cody, that's what we call the climax of the song. (laughs) Well, has a double meaning. Have we just never gotten to the end of it before? Yeah. Again, like I don't know if this is your first time being here on this segment, but it's the same song. That's what's weird. We've been doing it since Uh, end of August. It's always just so jarring when we started on Fridays. It always just throws me off. (laughs) Because the first time you played it, I'm like, pause. What's this version? Why does it? Why does it exist? (laughs) Now we're just stuck. Your fantasy on Uh, Cody and Gold. uh, And answer one more: DK Metcalf or Garrett Wilson? DK Metcalf. Garrett Wilson's been really good lately, but just trust the talent. DK Metcalf. Jets have the Bills this week. Yeah. It's, that's a close one, though. Like, I, I would still take DK. Garrett Wilson, the, he's I'm not surprised that both of... those guys can't be in your starting lineup. Who are they getting benched for, you know? Yeah, Garrett Wilson's tightened things up on the uh, the Rookie of the Year conversation. On the, You know, for, for a while, about... it seemed like it was going to be Kenneth Walker was running away with it. Now he's hurt, so things have kind of evened back up there. He's in the mix. You know, Damian Pierce at one point was the front runner. He certainly hasn't been after what he's done the last – uh, the last month or so. So now the offensive rookie of the year, Kenneth Walker plus 200, Garrett Wilson plus 200, and Christian Watson plus 350. Watson's come out of nowhere with these touchdowns. He's got, what, eight touchdowns the last four or five games? Did you know that Binkley had him in his mock draft? He uh, didn't, I heard, though. I've heard that. Nick did. That's what's weird is I can't believe for <laughs> Look, we all agree. Binkley's a great football mind, is so knowledgeable. I could not believe he did not put Christian Watson going to the Chiefs in his mock drafts. I, really, I, just, I still cannot get over that. I think, uh, I, I don't know if I'm actually allowed to announce this, but there could be an NFL draft podcast coming to the 435 Podcast Network with Jay Perfect. Binkley and Jay myself. Binkley. Well, well, well. That's as, as it should. A draft expert and a Heisman Trophy voter. That's right. And uh, I wish I could tell you guys today who I'm voting for or I voted for, but not You can tell tomorrow. us. Just tell me now. Come on. Whisper it. <laughs> Okay, let me turn my mic off real quick. <laughs> Whisper it. He's like mouthing it into the microphone. We, you know his ballot. We've already determined it. He's not allowed to tell us. Who do you think my ballot is, Gold? Why don't uh, you guess? Okay. I think you voted yeah. for... So, uh, Caleb Jaylen Williams. Daniels. No, no. Okay, what's the, <laughs> just going to go two, two people at once. Caleb Williams, <laughs> Max Duggan, Hendon Hooker, and CJ Stroud. No, you only do three. You only do three. Then there's my three. So you think I went Caleb Williams, Max Duggan, and Hendon Hooker? I do believe that, yep. Interesting. But Nick likes to be different on purpose for his Heisman vote, so I could also see him That is not true. I have voted. Duggan. He likes to be different a lot, so I'll, I'll go Duggan maybe one as well. That's the possibility. I have voted for the eventual Heisman winner every year I've been a voter. Also, text line remind me, I forgot, Nick loves Stetson Bennett, so he probably put Stetson Bennett Stetson in. Bennett. Yeah. You he, know what? Screw it. I'll go ahead and say I did not vote for Stetson Bennett. <laughs> he is not on my ballot. 
Jalen Daniels one, Stetson Bennett two. Gave Duggan that third spot. I would hope Nick. Did you? I think Alex. Alex has got a good did, pulse on my on my ballot. Does he? Okay. I did see some of the other college awards came out last night. Did you vote on those? No. Do you vote on the other college awards? The Davy Bryan that? Award. Yeah, yeah that, went to, that went to Duggan last night. Doak Walker. That went to B. John Robinson. Have you considered Ray guy? That went to a punter. <laughs> <laughs> the only time we were aware, he didn't even win. Remember all that Matt Ariza talk? It was yeah, like he didn't well, even I, win. We don't really talk about him. Well, he was uh, acquitted. He he was of criminal charges. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, two days ago. I don't think we want to get into that. No. Can you still vote on the Heisman? No, I believe that closed. That's okay, why. Okay, so then I can. How, t- so that, then I can yeah, tell Heisman, you. That's why we know who the finalists are. That's no, it is. It's still it's, open on. It's still how, open on Fanduel. Oh, I thought you meant your voting, Nick, not like betting. Well, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought you meant your. You voting. can't tell it until the Heisman betting odds are closed. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's can, why. Okay, I thought you meant. You don't yeah, want people releasing information and then people can change their. Yeah, you're voting. And I thought you meant your vote. Yeah, no, the Heisman. You can vote up until Saturday afternoon. I figured they would close it. Why? Because if you guys are all not telling anybody your ballots, what's changed? They want uh, more yes. money to keep coming, like more more people to put in money. Caleb Williams, he, seriously, Caleb Williams is going to win the thing. I just want to know minus sixteen. I want to know how close it is. Williams is going to win, but I want to know how many first place votes does votes does Duggan get? Just such a heavy favorite. There's, it's almost impossible to assume he won't. But pretty, I mean, hell of a turnaround for Sonny Dykes. Take over that oh, program. Awesome. Have a guy who's likely going to finish second in the Heisman and get yourself in the college football playoff. Coming up next, we'll get to what's trending. The big showdown tomorrow afternoon and our NFL picks for the Chiefs and Broncos. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Alex's That Betting Show every Thursday night at 7 o'clock right here on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is god stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader 
watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. We just heard from Andy Reid about a half hour ago. Not a whole lot there other than the injury front. Uh, mentioning that Kadarius Tony continues to practice, but uh, based Sounded on like the, a wording, bit of a long yeah, shot. The, the wording that he used, he never had a he said full 50-50 kind of, but yeah, never a full workload this week, so it doesn't make you feel all that good that Kadarius Tony will be back. Uh, Joe Tooney though sounded like he's good to go uh, for Sunday in Denver. We'll get the official injury report in a couple hours ahead of the Chiefs game. Of course, you can hear the game over on our sister station 106.5 The Wolf, the Chiefs Radio Network. Next up on what's trending, early action in the quarterfinals here for the World Cup. Croatia defeating heavy favorite Brazil in penalty kicks 4-2. The game itself is 1-1, but 4-2 in their full-time. Netherlands and Argentina are currently in action. Argentina just scored a goal, so I guess unless it comes back at VAR, okay. they'll be up 1-0 on the Netherlands as they're just up. I mean, they literally just scored a goal. By the way, Brazil, who lost in PKs roughly two hours ago, has already fired their coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's the, hey, the expectations are a little bit different in Brazil. Do you get to take the flight back, or do they put you on like a different flight? How the hell does that work? I would hope they'd fly him back to his home country. I would hope. I would hope they'd give him Who that cares, courtesy. Man. Like, My hey, God. man, you're fine. We're gonna we're gonna get you. Couldn't a they wait until he got home to fire him? Yeah, he probably knew that the expectation is for Brazil is like you got to make it to a semifinal or a final. You know, here we're we're upset. And people want the U.S. coach fired for losing in the knockout round. There in Brazil, you don't go to the semis or finals. Different expectations. Well, this is the third straight World Cup. I think they've been knocked out in the quarters by a European team. So, like, their problem is, I don't know how their coach has been there, mm. but they keep getting knocked out a lot earlier in these World Cups than people expect them to be. Next up on What's Trending, KUMU tomorrow. The border war continues and back in Colombia for the first time in over a decade. KU three and a half point favorites against the Tigers. We'll talk a little bit more about that in just a little bit. But uh, MU undefeated Kansas one loss. Big time game tomorrow afternoon in Columbia. Next up on Watch Training, a couple of the big injuries around the NFL looking a certain direction. Saquon Barkley officially listed as questionable for Sunday. He was a limited participant in practice today. And John Harbaugh all but saying it'll be Hundley starting on Sunday. Lamar Jackson's official injury designation, doubtful, but I would be stunned, stunned if he was on the field. It sounds like they'll probably go to the backup quarterback this week. And lastly, on what's trending, some talk of uh, cheating controversy involving the Heisman and our producer, Nick Schwert. Uh, text line bringing up a very important question. Which is? Uh, Nick, are you even allowed to bet on the Heisman? Do you bet on the Heisman, no, sir, I as am a not. Heisman voter? I am not allowed you to bet, bet on there, it. There's no betting history there? No. and You've I'm never a, bet on the Heisman? I would assume I don't think so. that would be the easiest way to get your Heisman well, vote. That's what, I was one, that's what I was wondering. No, so the I fan haven't. Du- the FanDuel app is clean. Yeah, you can come check it. Nobody's got, making the bets only on futures your behalf. Bets, the only future bet I have is from... I don't even want to say it because it's not going to win. So I don't want to. What wanna... is it? No, I'm curious. What is it? No, you're going to make fun of me. No, I want to hear it. We all have fun. Hey, I bets. voted on the Heisman because you I told vo- me to vote. I, I hit Chris Jones at 80 to 1 to yeah. win Defensive Player of the Year. And I also bet on Jalen hey. Wilson at 36 Look, last, to 1 to win National year, Player of the Year. Last year as a show, we did a Chris Jones 50 to 1 defense. So 
It happens. Futures are. I mean, I got pretty cavalier that, with those if, free bets when if, they were flowing. If you do futures bets, you're going to at least have a couple of them that look ridiculous at the like. You hope that you're in the mix. Like we've talked about this, we all feel good about the position where Mahomes MVP futures are, and we feel good about maybe where Justin Jefferson or Tyree Kill offensive player of the year are. But you also are going to have one coach of the year bet or MVP bet. You're like, oh, what? Like I, I bet Josh Allen as well. One of my three MVP bets. He's not winning MVP. No. Right. Chris Jones, I didn't know you put in that Chris he, Jones one. Yeah. This was about two months ago. Okay, okay. It was an eighty to one at one point. Um, how, like how how bad is Josh Allen fallen from being like a prohibitive favorite? Eleven he's, to one. He's back up to eleven. Hey. I saw him at fourth. I saw 11. him behind Joe Burrow. Oh wait, Burrow's at six. Yeah, yeah. He, he's he is, he is fourth. fourth best, but eleven to one. It's the same thing. Like Chris Jones, technically. Third best odds. Uh, the problem, the problem is Micah Parsons is such uh, a massive favorite to win the award. The drop off is Parsons minus three hundred, Nick Bosa plus one seventy five, Chris Jones is third, forty to one. <laughs> so it's just like, hey, look, better odds than you. You got it at eighty one, and Nick, now you can only get it forty to one. So, good bet. Someone want, play. No, someone want to buy Nick's ticket? Someone want to buy <laughs> Nick's? Buy Nick's 40. He'll sell it to you for cheap. <laughs> Be a good deal. <laughs> oh man! All right, that's what's trending. On a Cody All you need is Micah Parsons to like hurt his ankle and Chris Jones to have 10 sacks of the last five games. Nick Bosa, something to happen to Nick Bosa. Well, that's way more likely. He gets hurt all the time. It is crazy. Real quick, though. I mean, the MVP, you're right. I mean, so Mahomes plus 125, Jalen Hurts plus 150. Joe Burrow actually does have the third best odds, 9-1, to one, and then Josh Allen's 11-1. to one. It It's down to Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Uh, at, at this point, team with the best record, it's pretty quarterbacks putting up good stats. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, we've we've always talked about that. Like, you win your division, have one of the best records in your conference, and also what's your story? Where yeah, either have the narrative on your side and also the stats. And both the quarterbacks, both the quarterbacks do. It's going to be interesting to see how tight it continues to get. If Mahomes bounces back with a big day against the Broncos, uh, and Jalen Hurts struggles at all against the Giants, then we might see then him. it might widen again. Or, or how many guys could win it? How many guys I, realistically are I in truly believe I truly believe we are down to two. I, so I you really, don't think Burrow? I, I don't. I, I really don't. I, I think it is Mahomes and Hurts because if you even think. I think if Burrow Mahomes, went out, beat the Bengals, beat, beat the like, Bills. You Mahomes know. has, what is it, six more passing touchdowns? Yeah, Burrow, Burrow yeah. yeah, Mahomes has three touchdowns, eight interceptions. Burrow has 25 and eight. So I just don't know. And way more yardage. Statistically, if Burrow. And Burrow isn't going to get the. Like, we know Mahomes and Hurts have a good chance of the one seed. Burrow could could win out. And he still would need the Chiefs to lose another game to get the one seed. You know, what and I, mean? I, you know, it's hard because, like, right now you're still like you're going to win your division, right? We all think they're going to because Lamar Jackson's hurt, but you're going to win your division, right? right? Yeah. And that's why he's nine to one. Like he's back in the conversation from a from a betting market being third. I just I wouldn't put any money on anybody other than Mahomes and Hurts right now for MVP. The offensive player of the year is a whole different story. That's getting complicated now because there's some discussion that it actually might split the MVP vote. That even though I think we all talked about it being a non-quarterback and award, non-quarterback award, that there's a scenario where Mahomes or Hertz could win MVP, and whoever doesn't win MVP gets Offensive Player of the Year. Which I, I hope know. not, because I again have money on Tyree Kill to win Offensive Player of the Year. So it's just kind of interesting how that uh, how, how that's going. We'll get to our NFL picks for the Chiefs and Broncos presented by T-Mobile coming up in just a few minutes before we hand things off to C Dot on the drive. Um, but when you look at the Weekend slate in sports. We know there's no really college football other than Army Navy, which the story there is always like unders. How low is the game going to go? There's like 13 yeah. straight unders. Always a very cool scene. But because but of the that, game itself, who cares? Because of that there is an opportunity for KU and MU to be on this Saturday sports stage. It's a rivalry game. It's the border war. 
back in Columbia for the first time in over a decade. I mentioned KU's three and a half point favorites. And there is a belief, and based on the spread, of course, it is r- realistic only three and a half. that Missouri can win this game. Last year was awful. <laughs> Oh, it was a beat down. I think it was over 10 minutes into the game. Probably not awful for Kansas fans. I'm sure they it relished was, in the oh, enjoyment of beating ass, down their biggest rival. In ass kicking for 40 minutes. Yeah, it was it was enjoyable. I've told you guys throughout the day today, and I'm, I'm going to be excited by the time tip-off comes tomorrow afternoon. I just don't feel the same buzz that it sounds like everybody else does heading into it. And and we've talked about the reasons for that. It's one, it could just be me. It also might be it is football season, and we've been so keyed in on the loss to Cincinnati. But I don't. Feel, I feel like la- heading into last year's game, I feel there was definitely more noise than this year. Probably a little, but that also might be insular in a way. The people you are around are Kansas fans. Kansas fans cared more because the game's come to Allen Fieldhouse and it's the first one. But to me, this game deserves this because it's a lot like the uh, the reason why I wanted the Kansas Missouri Bowl game. It's a it's very similar in this regard. Finally. Kansas is semi-relevant in football, right? They're not a laughingstock. They matter a little. They can win a game. Good. Let them play each other now that they're both good enough. Please. Because that's been the problem. As long as it's been like sitting on this 10-year return to Mizzou Arena for a chance to watch these two teams, if it had happened any time in the last decade, it would have barely mattered because Missouri hasn't been relevant. They've been a bad basketball program. At times, a laughably bad basketball program. But they're good this year, or at least currently, because they're they're undefeated. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. they're undefeated. (laughs) They're taking on a Kansas team that has one loss and is ranked in the top 10. So the game on its own right has juice. Missouri can put a stake in we matter again by simply winning this game. They can send a statement to Kansas fans and throughout it that we matter in this game and you have to listen to us. Like, and I know that it might not in the end play out the way they want, but that's why I'm really interested in the game. I like rivalries. Oh, there's a ton to game Rivalries for, in college sports yeah. to me are the only real appealing part of college sports because I don't yeah. want to watch a worse basketball product or a worse football product or a college football game that takes five and a half hours when it comes to the college football playoff. I want teams that hate each other. That, those are the things that I really tune in for. Look, if you're going to get somebody really into a college basketball game and it's not in February or March, then it better be a rivalry game, right? Some way. Or and, like and, and Duke, Kansas, and, or and Kansas, Kentucky, you know, like big name schools. Because this game's taking place on December 10th. We all know how college basketball works. The, the, the real intrigue is February and March. But when you have a rivalry game, this is how you get eyeballs and interest in in December, and that's what's going to happen tomorrow. And, yeah, I'll, I'll be excited by the time you we put get some money to, on it? to tip off. And, of course, yeah, I'll put some money on it. I what was interesting here is you're right what the, what it could mean if Missouri wins, but also it it would alleviate the uh, discussion about their schedule because right now guys they haven't played anybody they haven't come on it's terrible they're undefeated they've played like SI, SIU Edwardsville Coastal Carolina Indiana State you name any so other so you're school. just gonna ignore Houston Baptist yeah you're right Lindenwood sorry my bad what's the highest Lindenwood. ranked Ken Palm team they've faced Probably Wichita, Wichita State. State yeah they Which were top 100 I think they were yeah. like 80 something so look they haven't played anybody and they've they've won all those games and if they win against Kansas then who cares that they only played Lindenwood right it doesn't matter if they lose it absolutely does if they lose it's like oh yeah that's right they were fraudulent that's uh, to me it's that's like if I they lose saying. I won't say they're fraudulent I, if they I lose will. by one on a buzzer beater today. okay well now yeah I mean if we're or lose by well, two. Three and a half point underdogs. So yeah. Vegas thinks this is going to be a close, close game, game, which they did not. Because well, it's a rivalry year. on the road. Well, no, last, Vegas, what were the last odds? Last year was a rivalry. You're saying. No, last, for Missouri. That's last year, why. KU was like nine, 12, 10. Like it was, it was some, KU favored over Mizzou in the basketball game, right? It was, yeah, and they won by almost 40. I want to say it was double digits. 
This is a. This I thought, is why, yeah, I thought this, it was like 15, 16. This, this game should be Missouri cooler team. than the other one. 15, 16, that doesn't, that's like, wow, cool. Can't wait to tune into well, that here, game. Yeah, it's going to be a beatdown. So not only is Mizzou better this year, the gap has been narrowed, but also. Kansas it's a little worse. It's in Columbia. Yeah. And Kansas is a little worse, right? It's they the lost a lot game. of players from a national title team. They're not as good as they were last it year, at least at the, the moment. It is the biggest game in the history of that arena. Ever? They haven't yes. had a bigger game at Page Arena. Why do you always call things by their arena name? Yeah. Why do you care? I thought it was Mizzou Arena. Well, it was. Now it is now. Yeah, yeah. Are the antlers still a thing? Oh, I think so. Aren't they? Well, I don't think they're doing what they so used to do. You're the Mizzou guy on the show? No, I remember. I've, I've seen you're it. Colorado. You're Colorado. I'm Colorado guy now. There was a piece in the KC Star yesterday where they were talking about the stuff that used to happen in the, in the early 2000s where they would put players' phone numbers on signs. They would call kids, high school guidance counselors to try and dig up dirt on them. They would, oh call, my they would call Roy Williams like incessantly throughout the night. I like morning, stuff like this. That's morning, great. Four in the morning. Well, some of the stuff got a little nasty with like, you know, like high school guidance pictures, of, got, pictures of players' girlfriends and stuff like that. Yeah. But that's part of what that. makes a rivalry a rivalry is you just simply hate the other side. Yeah. There is no respect for well, one another. Again, we all know the historical significance, too. I mean, it's like, it doesn't it. matter who <laughs> plays on Missouri's basketball team or if you know them right now, Gold. You hate whichever guy is making the shots. I hate that guy. Stop it. Get out of here. <laughs> like, that's- yeah, C-Dot brought up a good point, and he, he says this a lot. It's, it's less about the players on the court and more about the fans. More about just hating anybody who well, roots yeah, for Missouri. Yeah, because the, the kid that's starting at guard, who for you know, just name any, like, he was how old? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was six. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was eight years old, best case scenario, when they last truly yeah. played but in you Columbia. But you want him to hate it because that, of how mean the fans are. You know, like, you're like oh, right. you play for Missouri? I just, you know, like, you almost want, you need that fuel for the players to feel the same way about it that you do. Yeah, and I, saw, I think Missouri put out a video of uh, Norm Stewart, like, talking about the rival. Like, we know KU would do that with, with some of, even when they would play. Sure. That, that's the kind of stuff I'm sure both teams play, you know, have some some people that have played in the past rivalry talk it up and try to get everybody fired up and why you dislike this school so much. And that's normal. That happens in every rivalry. So that's tomorrow uh, afternoon. Kind of a standalone sporting event because it is – there's some World Cup games early on in the day. Uh, and there's Army-Navy. And other than that, there's not much going on sports-wise Saturday. So on Sunday, though, full NFL slate. Let's get to our NFL picks presented by T-Mobile. Whether you're at home or away from your team, T-Mobile keeps you connected to Chiefs Kingdom all season long with the best 5G coverage in the game. I'll start things off because we've talked a ton about this defense for the Denver Broncos. Understandably so. I mean, that is kind of the story in this game. The only thing that matters for their team. Yeah, yeah, there's a threshold for them where they have to hold the Chiefs under 21 points. I, I do not see a scenario where the Broncos can win this game if they're the, the team that gets 27, how we, we haven't done that all year. Why would I think that's going to happen? You can be down on the chiefs defense all you want, but this chiefs defense, it's not like they're giving up 30 points per game to everybody in the NFL. In fact, it happened one time in a winning effort against the bucks. I think they will limit the Broncos to under 17 points. I think this is going to be a game where Kansas city wins it 24, 17 late touchdown by the, Russell Wilson when it doesn't matter at the end of the game. I think the Chiefs won't cover the nine and a half. The Broncos will cover the nine and a half. I'm not going to bet the spread on this game. Um, and I also like the under. That is one thing I will bet on. 11 and one unders in Broncos games. 24-17 keeps you under as well. 23-13. I, again, I don't think Denver can score. But I also think for the second, like, I think here's what it is. This will be the fourth time they faced a top five defense Team's likely to finish there. In two of them, they put up 40. and one of them, they put up 20. I think this is more in the 21. 
This is what happens when you face a top defense. You don't always get to drop 40 or 30 on them. Sometimes you got to grind it out. And honestly, part of this comes to what Andy does. You know what Andy likes to do? Drag out a gross win when he knows he can get it. And I think that that's why I'm less confident they'll score 40. Against the other two top five scoring defenses when they scored 40, they had to score that against Tampa Bay, and it kind of felt like going into the game they were going to need to put a points against San Francisco. Against the Broncos, doesn't feel that way. It's spicy. Doesn't feel like they have to do that. They can just score whatever. Get to 20, win the game against Denver. That's why I don't think they throw up 30, 35, 40 points against Denver, and instead it's 23-13. 24-13. You knew I was going to say that too, you Cody. Both and I had feel the like same score. no, he stole my score. You were going to say twenty three thirteen. I was going to say twenty four thirteen. Okay. I feel like you're just trying to copy me. Here comes the airplane. <laughs> you knew that, and you knew I wanted twenty four thirteen because we talked about it last night. Well, I'm sorry, but either way, that's the score. I'm yeah, I know. I I agree with everything you just said. It's that the Broncos' defense just is not going to allow you to explode on them. Therefore, I do think they make this sort of one of those games, kind of like two weeks ago with the Rams, where the Chiefs were in control the entire game, but it was never a big enough margin to the point where you could just you know, go start doing chores around the house and not really have to pay attention to it. I feel like this will be a game in the third, late in the third, early in the fourth, where you're still saying, okay, like, mm-hmm. can you put them away? One can more you score, go, maybe? Can you go up by 14? Can you go up by 17? And I feel like they'll do just enough to hang around and make this not a blowout. But I still think the Chiefs control throughout and are never really in danger of losing this uh, one. So 24-13. From the Denver guy, I was a little surprised. I was wondering if you were going to call upset. I'm surprised you're not flying out to Denver. The Denver I, guy. I actually am surprised. You do spend a lot of time in Denver I, I, and notably did not pick I the Chiefs su- to win the AFC West. I am surprised you didn't try to – you go to – you seriously, you go to Denver quite a bit, as we all know, uh, to visit your girlfriend. You should have par- – par- man, made the weekends in line and flown out there this weekend, gone to the Chiefs game. Too should've... cold. <laughs> Too cold? Too cold. Okay. If the Broncos were good, I might have considered it. Broncos fans, thank you guys for, so much for coming out. I'm excited to play in Power Field. It's going to be amazing. You know what to do and go Broncos, you know, and Broncos country. Let's ride. I think for me, my my favorite one, my favorite favorite Russell one this year was the subway commercial. Oh, I think of all the ones we've heard this year, the subway, even here comes the airplane. Just the, the whole subway commercial in its own right is my favorite. It's pretty good. It's pretty strong. You guys want to draft him? Which, 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 uh, what's your favorite Russell Wilson moment of the last two years? Unlimited diarrhea. (laughs) The unlimited diarrhea? <laughs> unlimited diarrhea. The final word. <laughs> a lot of choices, man. Um, yeah. There's also the audio from a year ago where he was cringeworthy on. What What was it on? The Asking L- Sierra for, for sex? sex. Yeah, was that on Ellen or something? I want to Yeah, know. she was guest hosting. That's right. You'll give me another baby. Will you give me another baby? <laughs> God, he's so weird. Does he, Russell got down, w- one knee. he got down on one knee to beg for sex. Do you think Russell Wilson has over under one half of a passing touchdown in this game? He'll throw a touchdown pass. You sure? He, he has only eight. has eight of them on the year. I know. He'll throw one. I just told you they're going to score 17. Under. Under for me one as well. t- I have him at 13 points, so I think that's one touchdown, and it's Latavius Murray. That's somebody else, not him. We're all, we're all in the same ballpark of score, though, it sounds like. Uh, for this game on Sunday afternoon. Hope everybody has a fantastic weekend. We're back at it on Monday. The Drive with CDOT coming up next. This 
is Cody and Gold. Brought to you by Gan Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Don't miss Royals first baseman slash NFL insider, Vinny Pasquantino. This football season with Cody and Gold. My Twitter is about to unload a football tweet. <laughs> First Jets game that I have free on Sunday. It's, it's go time. 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.